I wanted to do an advert for Anchor. This is the app that I'm actually using to do every episode of Analogy of the Sun. It's super freaking easy. Uh, it's also free. So couldn't get any better than that. If I can use this and I'm able to like put stuff on Spotify and all that, then you definitely can. If you've ever thought of just having a podcast for fun, like what I'm doing, then I would definitely suggest that you download Anchor now and they actually will upload it to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and things of that nature or those type of apps for you. Again, it's completely free. There's no minimum listenership that you have to have. Everything you need in one place to make a podcast. It is amazing. So if you've ever thought about having a podcast at all, just for fun, or possibly to add to your work or your business, then please go ahead and download Anchor today. Thank you for um, listening to another episode of the Analogy of the Sun podcast. I'm going to do a quick, so this is actually technically going to be a posted episode because I said that the Josh Duggar one was going to be, but it kind of went on for about as long as a regular episode does. <laughs> it's like 20 minutes or so. And I, like I've said in previous episodes, 25 minutes is about what I want every episode to be. I don't want them to be any longer than that. Um, I don't want your mind to start wandering and, you know things of that nature and that's scientifically after about 25 minutes if one person's talking at you that's about as long as you can take so I wanted to kind of do a small little snippet episode about Rachel Hollis because I find all this so hilarious hilarious because when she first came out uh 2018 was her first book I believe well the first book that got she didn't publish herself, which was the girl wash your face. Um, I got my Facebook feed was full of women that bought that book, bought it up and talking about how great it was and how lovely it was. And I'm not all for that shit. Anyways, I don't really self-help stuff always is kind of, you know, if, you know, there was a time in my life where I was all for it, but then it makes you go, who are you? to write a book and tell me what to do with my life because you don't have a degree you're not a therapist you're not a psychologist like who are you to tell me what to do so I've always been kind of iffy on those people plus I can just like I can see the cracks forming with these people like "Mm, something's not right with you I can tell like you are full of shit and so come it finds out some like to come and find out she actually is full of shit which could have probably told everybody i just find it hilarious that she pushed through this like whole persona of i'm like so kooky and weird and quirky that's really authentic you know i'm like trying to get you to relate to me and now she's being a complete cantankerous bitch and everyone's like oh my gosh like oh no this is actually her This is her authentic self. You guys were just... Before, that was a lie. That you guys fell for. And now she's being a bitch and showing you just how shady she is. Well, that's actually her authentic self. And if you look at the story of this woman who married a Disney executive and was able to, like, be a party planner with, you know, essentially using his Rolodex. And that's really kind of what 
got her to where she is now. And not that she really, honestly, not that she really even has that many followers on Instagram because she has like a million, which really, yes, it's a lot, but really in the grand scheme of things, not really. I've looked at her YouTube videos and looked at her views. I think one of the, one of the videos had like 200,000 views. And now of course it's gone way down. Like one of her new videos only has 40,000 views, but really in the grand scheme of things, that's really not that much. Um, if you really think about the fact that she's a New York Times bestseller, which I, I have some reservations on that whole New York Times bestseller list thing, because if you really look at the books that are on that, I don't know anyone who has read some of those books and I, they're shitty. They're not good. So I'm almost thinking maybe if you have enough money, you can just kind of like pay to be on it. I don't know. Conspiracy theory over. I'm just saying. But it really starts to fall apart when someone who's like, I'm so like quirky and blah, blah, blah. Like, no, this is not who you are. Like, this is not who you are. I'm not stupid. You acting like, oh, I'm just so weird. And yeah, I don't have time to do this. And I don't have time to feed my kids sometimes. And blah, 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 blah. Like, okay, that's great. I don't care. You don't have to tell me. Like, we all know. Any mother would know. You know, we all we all know that this there's a persona that you're putting on. I personally don't put one on because I don't give a shit what anyone thinks. I don't care. So I don't really... I, my kids feed themselves because they're 17 and 14. So I don't have that problem. And even when they were little... I wouldn't talk about it because no one gives a shit. Like, no one cares. Moms are worried about their kids. They're not worried about your kids and what you're doing with your kids. They just know they have to take care of their own children. So this whole mommy shit, which was a big deal for a couple years, I did not understand. I'm like, girl, you just need to take care of yourself and worry about yourself and let me worry about myself. And don't tell me how you do things because how you do things, if you're a mother, you know, doesn't necessarily mean it's going to work for me because I ain't got your kids. I got my kids. So I never understood the whole mommy blog shit anyways. I thought it was stupid. Again, probably why I didn't like her. Because she started out with a mommy blog. Um, I just, those people just really come off as really <clears throat> not legit to me. So, and my mother is a person who really liked her. I don't know if she still does. I have not discussed this with her because it's not my business. Whoever she likes or whatever, that's her business. I don't know how the, you know, the women that did post her book on my Facebook or feeling about her now because again not my fucking business that is their business whoever they want to follow whatever cracks may show and they still want to follow them that's their business not mine um i haven't seen anyone post anything about her lately so there you go maybe they don't um but i just find it all very inauthentic if you are talking about how crazy your life is but you still seem to manage to be okay or you know my marriage is this we're gonna give you marriage advice First of all, unless you're a marriage therapist, you probably shouldn't give marriage advice. I'm just saying. Or unless someone comes to you as a friend and actually genuinely asks you for your advice. Because they're in a hard situation. To me, that comes off as kind of a dick. To be like, oh, well, we got it all figured out. So we're going to help you. And then make you, you know, charge couples for eight, like $1,800 to do a, a couple's retreat. <laughs> Okay, no, that's not how any of this works. That's not how any of this works. So marriage is hard, we all know that. And 
I think communication, anyone should be like, look, just talk to each other. Sit down. And that's usually the problem, and that's usually the hardest thing to do in a marriage is talk to each other. Because what you want to say, probably you shouldn't say. And what they want to say, they probably shouldn't say. And you guys probably haven't really talked about your feelings in quite some time. That's usually the biggest problem in a marriage is communication. Um, Because you know it's going to start an argument or you don't want to hurt your feelings or whatever. I mean, that's usually the number one problem in a marriage. Communication. Now, I'm not going to say anything else about marriage because my marriage is far from perfect. We've been together for 15 years, so you know it's far from perfect. If we've been together for a year, I'd still be floating on that pink cloud. He's so great. Whatever. It's just not realistic. Everyone's marriage is different. So unless you are an actual therapist, I think you should just keep your mouth shut. And then come to find out they get a divorce. And then she says that, well, we've been contemplating a divorce for the last two years, three years. Oh, so you guys have been talking about a divorce. The time that you started your own podcast during the time that you guys were having these retreats and charging people $1,800. So you weren't even close to being even like liking each other you were actually talking about a divorce nice nice so you really need to be very apprehensive when it comes to self-help quote-unquote gurus of the moment you know because they i'm telling you there's there's something within them that's not correct and only someone who thinks that they have all the answers or even some answers to someone else's life and they write a book about it and they do all these things all these lectures and stuff you gotta be a certain kind of asshole I believe to be able to do that um and not even getting into the whole thing with her and her MLM you know which I'm sorry if you have an MLM I'm extremely against MLMs being you know which is multi-level marketing which is like you know, Monate or Mary Kay or Avon or, you know, those type of things. Uh, Beachbody, where people really, only the 1% of people that join actually make any money. And sometimes the money they make is only like $100 a month. You're spending more than you're actually making. And she would go to these MLM conferences and she'd stand up and talk about how, you know, people are going to be jealous of you and, you know, people are not going to want to be around you. Well, in reality, the people that are telling you not to be in MLM are usually family, family members and spouses saying, you're going to lose a shit ton of money. You are making no money. Stop doing it. It's not jealousy. They're not being a hater or drinking the haterade. No, they're just really worried about you that you're going to lose money. And then you're going to beat up on yourself because these MLMs tell people, well, you're just not working hard enough. It's extremely toxic. Or you call it toxic positivity. Oh, you know, just don't listen to the haters like you can do this you can do it like you know you're the one that determines how you feel in the morning you're the one so that when you fail the only person you can blame is you and you can't blame the company in reality it was the company because they did not give you the right tools to succeed period anyways so it's really what I want to talk about with her because I just think with like Tony Robbins and all these people which I might do one on Tony down the road too and actually do a whole episode on him because oh boy oh boy he is a shit field filled dumpster fire he is the worst of the fucking worst i have never seen such masculine toxic positivity or whatever in my life i've watched these videos about how he talks to women and it's 
it's awful. Everyone's like, I've watched the, the Netflix thing, the documentary on him, and it wasn't horrible. No, it wasn't horrible, but it was severely edited. Severely. I've watched other videos of how he talks to women, and now he talks to their husband. I'm like, if I was a woman standing there and he was talking to me about when's the last time you gave your husband a blowjob, I'd be like, it's none of your goddamn fucking business. What the fuck? I'm standing in here in front of thousands of people, and you're asking me when's the last time I gave my husband a blowjob was? Oh, no, we ain't doing this. And I want my money back. So I might do one on him later, but be very wary of these people who say, not necessarily they got it all figured out, it's, but it's the quirky ones like Rachel Hodge, like, I don't have it all figured out and we can figure it out together. Like, let's do this. Like, this is life. And I just, I'm going to tell you how I love my life and I'm going to help you because I may not be the best writer or the best speaker, but I will outwork anyone and I'm going to help you outwork them all. Like, Shut the fuck up. No. I mean, the only thing I have that's even remotely like that on my description for my podcast is let's figure out this shit together. Like, how does this philosophy work into life at, in, in all points? Like, right now, we could probably say that I'm an extreme pessimist. And I'm totally fine with that. <laughs> totally fine with that. Because this fucking, this toxic positivity shit that's been thrown in people's faces for the last several years is what it is fucking toxic and dangerous i would be i would rather be a pessimist any day of the week than to be an optimist i just would because optimists make everyone annoyed and pessimists are at least the ones that are like yeah you're probably gonna fail doesn't mean you shouldn't do it but that way when you do fail you're not fucking crying your cheerios about it Which is what optimists do because they always feel like everything's going to go their way. Well, that is not how life works, my friend. That's not how it works. So, I know I've been kind of not doing... um, I've been talking about philosophy, but not like I would want to. So, I'm going to probably do the next episode. I'm going to do one on um, Nietzsche, which I've been... I have been very uh, apprehensive of even doing because I want to get it right and... He is my favorite philosopher of all time. Um, But he's very intimidating. (laughs) Everything about him is very intimidating. Even that mustache. So um, I did want to get with you and just kind of... Because I've been looking at all this Rachel Rachel, Rachel Hollis stuff. And you know, I'm like, I'm just going to do a posted episode right now. Because I want everyone to understand how I feel about these people that make money off of people's you know their drive to want to be a better person and it's really fucking sickening it's disgusting and it's sickening and her to come out and be like what made you think I wanted to be relatable I don't know the last three years of you saying I'm relatable aren't I relatable look at my crazy socks look at my quirky behavior look at this look I have stretch marks too that's what made us think that you want to be relatable sis which is what she calls everybody which is a horrible thing to say big sis here no you're not you're not. <laughs> I don't owe you. I don't know you. It's just very weird to me. It's very. It's all very strange to me that she's trying to like get everyone to think of her as like their best friend. It's so fucking weird. You don't know me. I don't know you. And that's cool. Like, period. And then she's like, I, I mean, I didn't want to be relatable. And I have someone that comes and cleans my toilets, you know, once a week. I've always wanted to just, you know, everything I do in my life is to strive to be not relatable. Okay, well, one, you didn't say that. didn't act that way for years. And don't say, I have someone come clean my toilets every week. I mean, you have a maid 
you have a cleaner that comes. So you're going to pick the most disgusting thing in the house to say they come and clean. That's so fucking disrespectful. Hey, I have someone that comes and cleans my house once a week. Not someone who cleans my shit toilets once a week. It's just awful. All of, everything about her, I've always thought was just, it was, the cracks were showing. It was going to come out. You can't act like that and think that you're going to continue to be that way because humans are messy. I will talk to you guys uh, probably the next couple days. Look forward to hearing from you again. Please, if you have any questions, I'm actually going to put my email. It is the Analogy of the Sun podcast or Philosophy podcast. So it is A-O-T-S-P podcast at gmail.com. I have not gotten my own email yet. I'm working on it. So again, if you guys have any questions, concerns, comments, please email me. It's just the... um, A-O-T-S-P podcast at gmail.com. Thanks.